morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. It is a 7.36 on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, lots of sun out there today. Another mm-hmm. reminder about uh, sunscreen and um, being safe in the sun. And whether it's blasting on you mm-hmm. or just, you know, maybe a little cloud cover here and there. There are UV rays that are out there. So a little earlier in the in the week, I was having a chat with, uh, with, with Cody and a little bit with Sarah. We were talking about sunscreen and there are lots of people who are so used to hearing the message about sunscreen that after a while you start to, you know, it starts to glow, roll your eyes and go, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that conversation sparked a couple of reactions saying you really need to take this seriously. Can't be flippant about it, yes. but it, it's a real danger and you really need sunscreen screen. So we thought we'd have a conversation about why. Yeah, well, and you know what we need to be looking for when it comes to skin cancers. Dr. Jaggi Rao is a clinical professor of medicine at the University of Alberta, a board certified dermatologist. uh, And uh, you can find him at Rao, Rao Dermatology as well. Dr. Rao, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jaylen and Daryl. Nice to have you here. All right, when we talk about, uh, you know, skin cancers, uh, Dr. Rao, I mean, are you seeing more and more cases of it over um, over the past number of years or more people being aware of it? Yes, I, we're definitely seeing more cases, not, not because there are more cases, but because people are presenting earlier. So a lot, lot of detection and, and presentation. Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm half paranoid most of the time, especially because I think that there's a cumulative effect over the years and the decades where maybe I didn't use sunscreen. <laughs> and so as you get older, you worry that that's going to then manifest itself as a skin cancer. So I'm probably not alone in the paranoid uh, uh, activity, you're, but it's probably a good yeah, idea you're, you're, at you're, the same know, time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, it usually happens early in life, so so not right now. It, it happens usually starting when you're a kid, when you have that infrequent sun exposure, especially living in Canada. When, when the summer is there, we, we're often outside uh, as children and adolescents, and that's where the, the sunburning tends to occur, especially back when we were kids. Uh, the importance of sunscreen wasn't really as focused uh, or uh, recommended as much as it is now. So we believe a lot of what you're seeing now has to do with the past. Dr. Rao, tell us about, um, uh, there's there's a couple of different kinds of skin cancers. Can you tell us about them and what we need to know about them? Sure. Yeah, largely there's two types, uh, Jalen. One of them is called melanoma, and melanoma is the, the dangerous skin cancer that, that can be very life-threatening and because it spreads extremely quickly. This is where you would look for brown moles that have changed in some way. Maybe they become black, uh, asymmetrical. We're talking about uniformity of color and border. That These are the worst types of uh, skin cancers, but fortunately easy to recognize because of their irregularities. The second type is a little bit more challenging. They're called non melanoma skin cancers. They include basal cell carcinomas and squamous cell carcinomas. These ones often look like red papules that just don't heal on the skin. And they're, they're, uh, sometimes they'll, they'll be uh, bleeding. Sometimes they'll also have uh, a little bit of irritation to them. So you should look out for both. So they're non-melanoma? Uh, what? what? Yeah, that? non-melanoma skin cancers are basal cell carcinomas okay. and squamous cell carcinomas. Usually you find them in sun-bearing areas, for example, the face and, and other exposed sites. And usually they're not life-threatening, but they can eat away the skin over time. Mm. But non-melanoma is still a cancer. It's still potentially dangerous. 
It is, yes. Yes, it is. But, but it's not as dangerous as melanoma. So there's a lot of great information out there. You can go online and, and see what some of these skin cancers look like. If you're thinking, okay, that looks a little odd. You know, maybe I need mm-hmm. to check it out. But if you have a question, obviously the best thing to do is to get to your doctor, get to a dermatologist and have them looked at it. 100%. Worst case scenario, we might take a little sample, send it off to the lab, and that'll be very definitive. Uh, I am curious about the, the the levels of SPF. We keep hearing, you know, some people go and they'll grab a 60 or 75, mm-hmm. uh, but, but, and then I also hear that really anything past 30 is, is it doesn't make a difference. 30 is sort of your number. Yeah. What do you say to that? That's right. I, I also believe in that. I don't, I don't think uh, that you're getting more than 30 is going to be too much more beneficial. Remember, uh, SPF is a factor, sun protection factor. Uh, what it means is the, the time it takes to burn with sunscreen on over the time it takes to burn without the sunscreen. So for example, if you say SPF 2, it just simply means you, you, you will take twice as long to burn with that particular sunscreen. Uh, SPF 30 means 30 times longer to burn, SPF 60, 60 times longer to burn. So it, it doesn't matter because usually we're not out for hours and hours. Uh, what does matter is reapplying it every two to three hours is going to be very important if you're outside. Mm, okay, so I still kind of wonder too as we uh, go, you know, baby boomers are really starting to age whether we'll see more incidents <laughs> of uh, skin cancers because of, you know, back in the day, and Jay Lynn oh. and I were talking about it uh, when we were kids. You'd run around. There was no sunscreen. In fact, some people would end up putting baby oil or you could might as well put cooking oil on yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, so, yeah. So, and so I wonder well, whether well, or know, not those numbers might rise. Yeah, I think they will for sure, Daryl. And, you know, ba- baby oil is, in fact, a, a sunscreen if you if you think about it. But it's only a very low, low SPF. It's only SPF about two. Mm. So it'll only give you twi- maybe two times the protection with regards to time. So really, look out for the SPF 30 or more. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. My mom used to, we were talking earlier, Dr. Jaggi, and my mom used to lay out as soon as she could with uh, baby oil and iodine mixed in it and just bake in it. And I learned a long time ago to be very careful. When do melanomas and um, and um, and, and uh, carcinomas tend to show up on someone? Yes. Is it, you know, 20s, 30s, 50s, 60s, or can it be at any time? Yeah, it can really be at any time, but usually the peak would be about in our 20s. We oh, will really? start to see it. Yeah, okay. 20s and maybe the 30s, but we can indeed see it anytime. Look out for some of your moles. It's possible that maybe even some of the regular moles can, can turn into uh, a melanoma or an atypical nevus, but uh, usually we see it uh, in about our 20s and 30s. Uh, one more thing, just from the from from the the text line, because this we hear, you know, back in my day, we never mm-hmm. bothered with it. And Richard says, "Well, I never needed sunscreen back in the '80s. Did we need it? We just didn't know we needed it." <laughs> oh yes, yeah, we definitely needed it, and you know that's why we're seeing it now, twenty thirty, sometimes. Uh, well, we're uh, forty years later, we're starting to see it uh, rear rear its ugly head, but we definitely needed it back then for sure. So I have one more question for you, though, um, Dr. Rao, because I think there's a lot of folks out there who want to have uh, a healthy tan. They want a little bit of color. Is there such thing as a healthy tan? You know, I think practically, yes. Uh, theoretically and, and scientifically, no, because when you get a tan, it's supposed to be a, an injury response. 
so your skin is, is responding to to too much ultraviolet light or radiation injury so if you're if you're a purist and you're looking at scientifically the answer is no but you know practically speaking the skin does have fortunately several defense mechanisms and repair mechanisms so you know we, we know people well into their uh, late 80s and 90s who've had lots of tans in the past mm-hmm. and they're they're still alive and well and but you know you, you have to be a little bit careful as we age unfortunately our repair mechanisms tend to get a bit faulty so it, it's best to try to minimize that if you can and and as a 52 year old woman who worries about uh you know my my skin especially on my face that sort of thing are there things that can be done to repair skin damage on your face on your chest on your arms that sort of thing yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the problem is it can be quite a, a costly venture because mm. uh, we, we now know a lot more about, you know, what's happening, the effects of the sun in, on premature aging, you know, with, with pigmentation and collagen degradation and elastin degradation and wrinkle formation. But it, it can be pricey, you know, when, when you're doing lasers and you're doing mm. different types of expensive medication, creams. So it, it's better to try to uh, try to prevent that if you can. <laughs> yeah. Good <laughs> advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Rao. Appreciate it. You too, guys. Enjoy your summer. Yeah, you, you too. Talk See to you ya. soon. Dr. Uh, Jaggi Rao, Rao Dermatology. is also a clinical professor of medicine at the University of Alberta. And you stay out of the sun as best you can. I try. Yeah, I really low. have to. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm back seeing him on a regular basis, so that's <laughs> no fun. Go. He's like, yeah, get out of my office. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> come on back in. I'll take care of you and then get out. Uh, All right, boy, just past boy. 7.45. Let's take a break and come back here. Uh, talk about millions upon millions of dollars. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, 747. So yesterday, uh, Jalen, you were out at the Edmonton Garrison for the Pride Parade, and uh, there was a leadership of the, of the Edmonton Police Service were there, and they were teasing the heck out of you. Yeah. Over so, something Morley, Morley Scott really did. Yeah, he started it. I'm going to lay the blame fully on, on, on at Morley's feet because although I bought into it quite easily. Um, so uh, Deputy Chief Durko, uh, Police Chief uh, McPhee, and uh, the Chief Operating Officer uh, out there uh, as well, they're like, we were listening to you this morning. What is up with your math? It's not good. And I said, I said, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm back and I went, no, it wasn't me. I just got sucked into it. They're like, come on. We were listening to it and going, what are you thinking? It was just after 6 o'clock yesterday morning. So if you didn't get a chance to hear it, here's a couple of snippets. Basically, we were talking about the $70 million lottery win in Ontario unclaimed. And mm-hmm. as of today, it is completely unclaimed. And Morley was wondering, you know, what happens to the to the $70 million that didn't get picked up? And we said, basically, it just goes back in the pot. So he had an idea. $40 million, So that's almost $2 million per person. They would solve a lot of problems. Just give that $70 million out to... Wow, you're like we all talk about how we don't do the maths goodly. Yeah, uh, that we talks goodly better. Your math is woo, dude. Well, okay, forty million people. Yeah, seventy million dollars is not two million dollars a piece. Almost. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you need eighty million. Oh, that's you. Could, you, you could have uh, thirty-five people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But still, that's a lot of money. We could just split everybody's problems would be solved. Is it a couple hundred bucks? I'd have to do the math. All right, never mind. 
In the 70s? Maybe a dollar thirty-five each. Okay, never mind. Is that what it would be? <laughs> okay, now second, I'm getting, now I know I'm getting really confused. <laughs> Could you uh, hear just like the fires burn in uh, there? Oh my look, goodness. Look, my math wasn't great either. It turns out to be it would be a dollar seventy-five per person, not a dollar twenty or dollar thirty. But I knew full well that no one was getting two million dollars, <laughs> right? So it, it, the fun part was when you guys finally realized it. I think Morley's got a... No, I think Morley has... If there's 40 million people in Canada... Mm-hmm. And there's $70 million. And there's $70 million. Mm-hmm. We each get a buck 20. Why wouldn't we each get a million dollars? <laughs> because it's 40 million people and $70 million. So if it's 40 <laughs> people and $70... How much, and you split that up. How much are you getting? Get 40 over, people, $70. Over a dollar, right? <laughs> so if it's 40 million and 70 million, you'd get over a million. No, you wouldn't. Oh my God, I can't believe they're on their calculators. <laughs> I can smell the smoke from your ears from here. Love of all things. What time is it? Time is it? No, we get a buck 75 each or something yeah, like that. That's what I said. We'd all get a dollar. <laughs> we'd all get a dollar. Uh, my favorite text came in. I think it was from Dave, and all he said was, wow. So that's what you were getting teased about yesterday. Yes, that's what I was getting teased about, and I was... Um... <laughs> well, after listening back to it, because you, haven't, you, didn't, thought, you no. haven't listened to it. Listening back to it, and it's like, oh, I was like, it, it so makes sense now. But at that point in the morning yesterday, and Morley was very committed to it. He was very committed. He was very committed to it. And I'm like, okay, I, I, that, that kind of makes sense. And of course, again, I mean, this is like grade two math, grade three math for me. And I was having flashbacks of, oh, yeah. I did find out this morning you were not alone. Sarah also sort mm-hmm. of got dragged in by Morley's confidence. It was so convincing. Like, he just believed it. And then I believed it because he was just so confident. Sometimes you want to believe. He has underrated comic timing, for real, though. Oh, doesn't he, though? <laughs> Sarah, my, my husband said to me, um, he says, I was going to text you, but I didn't want to add on. I didn't want to pile on uh, any bit more. But he says it was like, I have taught that to kids in, <laughs> in class. Oh my God, my mom did the same thing because she's yeah. a grade two teacher. Yeah. So she's like... My, my grade two kids figured that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, well, Mom. And yeah. I was kicking myself. I was trying to figure out, well, what are better ways I could explain it? Well, I don't know. If you give 40 million people and you give them each a dollar, how much is that? Yeah. It's $40 million. Yeah. yeah. So you've only got 30 left. Oh, I know. Do you think that's... No. So that... I was coming up with a new... And again, my math was bad, too. I was guessing a buck 30 because I was doing yeah. bad math. As AMFM says, uh, <laughs> as the late Jim Prentice said, and he math, was right, math, math is, is hard. <laughs> And for some of us, it is extremely hard. But I want to thank you for, uh, you know, first off, thanks for the command team over at the uh, the uh, Edmonton Police Service for listening in every morning. I yeah. really appreciate that. Um, you learn something new every day. Thanks for being quite embarrassed uh, yesterday in front of a whole lot of people. That's what we do. That's what we're here mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put ourselves in a position for you to laugh at us. Perfect.